0: Welcome back to the Cinemani World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and uh, today we have another episode of the Box Office Beatdown Show. As always, I am joined by my co-host for the Box Office Beatdown Show. We have Larry. Larry, hello. Hello. How are you doing? Happy Sunday to you, my friend. How's your weekend? Eh,
1: It's all right. How about yours?
0: (laughs) Same old, same old. Um, Okay. So, everyone, we are getting into the box office for the weekend of uh, June... 10th, I believe, no, June 11th, and uh, we have the opening releases up in the Heights as well as the um, as well as the multi week release, the th- third week of A Quiet Place Part Two, and the second week of The Conjuring the Devil Made Me Do It, third week for Cruella. So, we're gonna get right into the box office from the week. It's been a very hot topic this weekend, so we'll get into it. But uh, let's start off with number one. What came in at number one, Larry?
1: So, returning to number one, after being knocked out of that top spot last weekend, we have A Quiet Place Part 2, bringing in $11.65 million, which is a 40% decrease from last week. That brings the Quiet Place sequel up to $108 million total and the fun part of all that was on i believe it was friday it did become the first film to cross that hundred million dollar threshold post pandemic uh
0: yeah so uh we i mean i'm sure you presume like you'd would think that in the heights would uh beat a quiet place part two being in its started weekend but it, it crossed the 100 million uh total which we we were both kind of oh i don't know if it's gonna cross the 100 million a couple of weeks ago because i think it was at like i think it was it this one that was at like 98 no, or no, something no, that like was that godzilla. that was godzilla. that was godzilla okay 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 um because of 108 108 so far domestically is really really impressive mm-hmm. for uh, the movie it doesn't have the hbo max kind of doesn't have the hbo max uh, thing on it but um yeah audiences seems to be really really interested in the in the film when it came out only a 40 percent dip is actually really good so i mean this is really impressive
1: yeah and speaking of godzilla it's not here on this list that i'm looking at i think um, i i heard
0: today that they didn't release any numbers for it this week that's weird which is uh, really strange
1: It's really close still. It's at like 99.4 as of last week. Like Wednesday of last week. So I'm not sure. Maybe they didn't hit it yet and they don't want to release the number. That's really weird though that they didn't release numbers for Godzilla. (laughs) But yes, like Quiet Place Part 2 took that away. It became the first film to hit that 100 mil. So it's definitely a good sign for the box office at large that we have a movie able to Mm -hmm. get there. Possibly two uh, on the way that have reached that. So... Yay, Quiet Place. Do you
0: have the worldwide number for that? The hmm. Quiet Place? I think it's... uh
1: Sorry, y'all. Just so you're aware, Box, box Office, office Mojo, Mojo is the <laughs> site both Dwayne and I usually use because it used to be far and away the best box office site. It has so many <laughs> different stats and so many yep. different things. So we used it. However, I mean, I think even last Sunday I went to just go look And they didn't update their site until late into Sunday. I don't know. So, (laughs) yeah, their numbers are not updated over here. And the site we're using right now doesn't have like full charts. It's not even a a full box
0: office site. So, you probably won't hear us talk about any worldwide numbers today, everyone. We're just probably going to talk about the domestics and whatnot. But um, looking
1: at that, as when uh, $10 million ago, uh quiet place part two was at 178 worldwide so it's closing in on 200 million though worldwide as well so it's great numbers for that sequel
0: yeah really really impressive on on the movie's end and uh paramount really good win for paramount um yeah so i see this having good legs i don't see it losing steam anytime soon uh i think it's one of those movies that word of mouth definitely definitely helps uh, so next week, I can I can see it being. Up. I think next week it'll probably probably be under ten million, but I think it'll be like a solid seven or eight next week.
1: I wonder when is it's forty five days up? Cause it has Ooh, that's like that f- qu- oh, that's a good question. Oh, because they're, they're five, switching. Yeah, they have a forty five day window for theater exclusive.
0: Do you know if it's going straight to VOD or if it's going straight to Paramount Plus after? I don't know. I, th- I think it was Paramount Plus. Hmm. I'm not sure, but um. Yeah, I don't know when the forty-five days is up. It's, it's it's it is it is in its third weekend, so it's probably right around the corner. Yeah. But um, yeah, pretty, pretty good, good number, number for yeah, pretty good number for a quiet place. Okay, let's get into the big story from uh, the weekend, and that is in the heights. Uh, what do we do?
1: so coming in at number two we had in the heights which brought in 11.4 million from 3400 theaters from warner brothers pictures after being released both in theaters and on hbo max uh the pre-weekend predictions though had seen the film possibly breaking into the mid-20s so Lots of discussion on if this is a disappointment or not. I'm a little bit uh, disappointed at first glance, yeah. but in honesty, I'm also not surprised.
0: Um, okay, so uh, this has been the topic since about Friday. I think it was around Saturday morning or Friday night ish when you know the 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 estimates were coming in and uh, around that time it was actually 13 million domestic and everyone kind of went to a blaze a lot of people fighting back and forth on what this means and you know what i mean and stuff like that and what i i think what is going on right now is that a lot of people seem really discouraged by this number and uh, what i would say cuz i love uh, i love the movie so much it's my favorite movie of the year A mama saw yesterday with me and she's just, she's not even a fan of musicals, but she was, she loved it, you know? So, um, and I, I think it's just so, it's a movie that's so close to people, specifically the, um, specifically the Latinx community. Um, it's very, very close and important to them. So I think this number is very demeaning to a lot of people, you know, when they, when they see it first glance and, um, and I want to be, I'm someone who definitely wants to like try to give all of the excuses in the world as to far as why it didn't do this number to kind of shield the movie. Um, you know, because the movie's great and of course you want to see a movie that you love do well in the box office and resonate with audiences, but at the end of the day it it, did, it just did not have I mean apparent it just Warner Brothers they marketed I think they marketed it pretty good you know um but it just i don't know for some reason it just didn't bring in the amount of people that i thought it was gonna bring in and i know a lot of people are doing the hbo max thing but um there is some move. okay so the um, you said something earlier that was like really really so a good insight a as far as go ahead yeah
1: yeah so first with the hbo max deal the only movies that warner brothers has released for HBO Max and in theaters that have done numbers at all are sequels and like based on property so Mortal Kombat right. and Tom, Tom and, Jerry. and
0: Jerry yep
1: and then we have Godzilla. The Conjuring and Godzilla those yes. are the four films that have made more money than In the Heights the rest yeah. with bigger stars made much less we saw Those mm-hmm. Who Wish Me Dead with Angelina Jolie do like 3 million last month. We saw Little Things. We saw Judas and the Black Messiah, which was in the middle of an awards campaign. All of them did like 4 million or less. Now, granted, Judas and Little Things came out early when the pandemic was much stronger. So those numbers are still more skewed than Angelina's movie last year or last month. So that's one thing. My other thing is musicals in the past decade. Have not been a big draw. If it's not a Disney remake, opening weekends are not great. Now, we'd look Mm -hmm. at the most close one for me is The Greatest Showman, which came out a couple years ago, which went on to be a huge hit. I mean, it, but the reason it was a huge hit was because it had legs. It just kept going and going. Opening weekend, over a four or five day weekend for Greatest Showman, it only opened to 14 million over Christmas weekend. And it went on to be a huge success. So musicals don't, they haven't opened big. Audiences, they don't rush out to go see a musical. Musicals yeah. rather bring in the crowd who love it, who love the songs, who love the music, so they keep coming back to like enjoy it. I don't think In the Heights is going to have that because HBO Max is going to take that away. People now can watch it for free at home over and over if they want to watch it rather than go to the theater.
0: So do you think, so, okay, a few things. Do you think if it was released a little bit later in the summer, it could do better? Do you because I uh, people a lot of people in my timeline are still trying to do the COVID thing, and I really don't think that's like an issue right now when it comes to. We said this a couple of weeks ago. If audiences want to go see it, they're going to go see it. And one of the things that I noticed going to my going my first time with Alex to the movies was that I noticed some people kind of leaving the theater. And I my my issue with that is I think that's people not realize I don't know how but my I I feel like that was people not realizing that it was a musical. No, I don't, I don't know either. how you look at the mark. I don't know how you look at the marketing. But as soon as like a f- the fourth song came on, I saw people like I saw it was like two two couples it was like yeah. like left and they were kind of young, so I assumed they just saw the poster and assumed there was some inner neighborhood kind of drama or something like that and it's not that it's a whimsical kind of musical with drama in it but you know what i mean it's just not that so i agree i think i think it being a musical has something in but something um kind of something kind of as far as that goes uh i think it could have i think it also could have been uh, the time period that it came out, I, I feel like it would have done, I could see it doing a little bit better if maybe if it was in like July or something. We are in June uh, you you can't. There were some people who were also using the argument of it going against a quiet place. A quiet no, place no. did do well, but it's in its it's in its third week. And you that know, so I mean
1: that marginally hurt the Conjuring Three, and that's, yeah, no, that yeah, that's direct competition. That was the
0: direct competition as far as that goes. There's just so many factors in here, but um, I I, mean, I just it, me, it's just it, go ahead.
1: Saw the Conjuring open to what 24, 25 million last yeah. week. What made Box office analysts come out and say that In the Heights was going to match The Conjuring 3 and set mm-hmm. up that expectation that this movie was going to match the third film in a franchise in which both of the previous had made 40 million. It was a very successful franchise. I don't, I, I'm kind of confused as to where that expectation came from that In the Heights was going to match that. Well, uh, I
0: also don't know why people assumed that it was just a lot of people for some reason have been kind of what is the word kind of like celebrating that it didn't do well and I don't know understand like people are so we're so listen right what's John M. Chu's last movie I think it was Crazy Rich Asians opened mm-hmm. up to a big number yeah, right that one did represent really well. Representation, good time in the summer. It came out. Everyone wants to go see that. Now, had that been a musical, I think that wouldn't have done as well as it did. Now, if this was a straight up movie in the Heights, Representation, not a musical, I think it would have done a a good number because problem, representation yeah. does matter. But musicals do turn people off. You know what I mean? Especially when the a musical a- is
1: two and a half hours long.
0: That's two and a half thing. hours long. the the top the the runtime is kind of uh, to me not the second time so much because I was expecting it, but the first mm-hmm. time it did feel mm-hmm. kind of felt. And when and you stuff. see that
1: on when you just see that on paper, and you see that it's two and a half hours of a musical, I think people are like, "Oh my!" Uh. I what
0: the way I okay. So here here's my <clears throat> here's my uh, my look at oh my god. Sorry, girl. Here's my look at the box office when it comes to in the heights. I don't know why people were rushing to Twitter to claim it as a as a flop. I don't even know where that narrative came from. Was it supposed to open at fifty million or thirty? I I don't understand what that because even before the movie came out, nobody was really ta- like you. Nobody was really going off about how great it was going to do. It just has really good reviews, and I mean, like you said greatest showman i don't know how i don't know how uh la la land or like lay lay miserable did well, in their look, opening they're weekend to,
1: they're hard to compare because they did like the rollout they did the award style open in four theaters open in 200 theaters then they expanded out so right right they're, so they're a i just thought, harder to look at
0: i just don't understand why where the narrative came that it was supposed to do bonkers number so then that it, so then when 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 it was when it was uh when it was like Uh, you know kind of predicted that it was going to do about 13 uh, million like the the narrative on twitter was very kind of oh you see what happens with uh i don't know this is this is who do we blame for like who do we blame for the movie not doing so well or this and that and i don't know where that i don't know what that came from um now i I do know there's a certain type of people i won't say the r word but (laughs) there is people who like To when representation movies do not, like when they don't do as well as you would think that they that that you want them to do. I see a lot of people who are very touting the fact that, you know, it didn't do as well and stuff like that. And why we need to stop this and why Hollywood needs to do whatever. But I just don't understand why it's become, become such a controversial kind of topic when it comes to the movie's box office. It's all I've been seeing all weekend, you know?
1: Yeah, I think there's lots of discussions going on. The box office one, obviously, it's a uh, it's a little disheartening. We're a little sad to see it, but uh, I really think expectations were set up, um, whether through hope or or what. Um, To to lead to this, I mean, I don't know. Those expectations were awfully lofty, like I said, especially after we saw The Conjuring, which we under predicted. I think The Conjuring actually under overperformed a little bit compared to what I do because we we, we were saying lower numbers Um, around 20. We were hoping, um, so I don't know. Especially after we saw that, you know, we saw Godzilla. just from the three days, it brought in thirty-two. Mortal Kombat was what twenty-two. So I don't know. I don't understand why we were like, oh, in the heights, easy, like twenty-five. What? <laughs> where that's we get what that, I'm saying. You know, where do we get that number from? Who, that's who, what I'm who
0: saying. I, I don't know. That? I don't know where the conversation came that the movie. Was was you had to be like a big gigantic opening? I don't. I'm not really under. I'm not really understanding that. It's not a superhero movie. It's not a. I don't know. It's not like a big blockbuster. Um. uh, I mean, doesn't have any
1: any recognizable names really.
0: And 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 listen, there was already reports that said how godzilla could have opened mass like more massive than what it did same with the other movies and the hbo max number even at the movie so a lot lot, what a lot of people were doing they're like oh the movie the movie did well so that means the hbo max thing was a great idea but not really because the movie the hbo max thing cost a lot of it, it cost a lot of uh, movies to lose money. Yeah. So Godzilla did what? It's opening weekend, like 40-something, 49? So including 49? the five
1: days, since it opened on a Wednesday, it did, like, yeah, 48-point-something million.
0: So without HBO Max, what do you think it would have done? Probably, I mean, like, 70?
1: <laughs> I think it would have been really big.
0: That's what I'm saying. So
1: And, the same I, I, think, thing, and I keep go going back to it, but even looking at The Conjuring... I think without HBO Max deal, it would have gotten close to the first two. I don't think it would have been that far off. And they both opened to about forty million. And I think the Conjuring Three, just based on what we saw last week, would have opened 35 ish. I think it lost at least 10 million off of just the deal. Personally.
0: I agree. And I think and I think what a lot of people are are what what a lot of people are doing right now. They're trying to do a thing where it's like, okay, no, the HBO Max thing has been extremely successful. So I mean, that that's not really an excuse, which which is not true because there was already reports saying how saying how um, you know if they didn't do the HBO Max thing, these these movies would have opened up much bigger. Than what they did, you know. So the same goes with the uh, Conjuring. The Devil Made Me Do It. I mean, maybe those who wish me dead, those smaller ones, th- maybe those who wish me dead could have opened to a ten million. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe Judas could have opened to an eleven million. And that's that's that wasn't what we we're the case. really
1: talking about. And we've been talking about this the entire pandemic, whether it be the HBO Max deal, the Disney Plus deal. Though we haven't really gotten a, a small budget film out of that, or you know any of these other seventeen day windows whatever these adjustments for the pandemic it's not hurting big films as much they're able to kind of shoulder it a little bit better it's the small films, and we talked about it particularly all through Oscar season. Usually, those little Oscar movies that get nominations and, of course, win Best Picture or start winning awards, they get a huge bump and actually start to make you know some money in the Oscar season. This year, dead. They were just dead, all of them. None of them got any sort of boost. None of them got oh, any sort of buzz. It. We said Nomad it. Nomadland like, yeah. is, is they, I mean, they reported it. Land is the lowest grossing Best Picture winner ever. Not surprising because of the pandemic, but it's even more so because small movies have just been killed by these new strategies. And WB, honestly, is a great example. The, the sequels and the properties are doing well, and they're making waves but all these other films that aren't based on anything are struggling under this HBO Max deal.
0: Yeah, and we said it too because like, you know, the uh, we have talked about, we talked about the smaller films are still not doing what what you know, what they could do yeah. and stuff. That's why part of me feels like if they would have pushed a little bit longer for in the heights, maybe uh, maybe or or i don't know if i see it as a holiday movie because it does feel very summery you know with the pool and the heat and stuff like that playing a big factor so i honestly don't know when i would release it maybe it could be like the the august hit because when did crazy rich asians come out crazy rich asians
1: like august i believe
0: yeah, so maybe, So may- that's what I'm saying. So maybe it could have been like an August, a nice little August release, even though we do kind of have a big release in August okay. when it comes to, uh, you know, the Suicide Squad coming out. But just- I really think, I, I think they could have held the release date a little bit longer uh for the movie but you know i can't get on them i can't get on them when it comes to no. when it comes to like marketing because they did market the movie a, a lot and so crazy Witch agents came out august 7th 2018
1: yeah so yeah it came out then um i yeah i i mean i do think warner brothers this also happened with Love, Simon, and I was talking to someone yeah. about it a little bit, is they were really confident the, the studio knew. We have a great film, and people are going to love it, so they did a million advance screenings, and In the Heights mm-hmm. has done a ton of advance screenings at this point, and I said that when yeah. Love, Simon came out. You love, said, Simon yeah. did a ton of advance screenings, and I think it hurt both films, because... Uh, you know, people went and saw it. They were like, oh, yeah. Or, or in this case, they got a screening link and were able to watch it at home. Um, and there were just so many of them that a lot of people who were excited for the film obviously get excited and jump on, you know, a screening. And then, you know, they're not there for that opening weekend. I just think I a, agree.
0: I think when we were doing our summer preview episode, I was talking about how, listen, there's like 10 Boston screenings for In the Heights. Yeah. Um, and they, they're not private. They were all public screenings. So a lot of people, this is the same thing that happened with Booksmart too. Yeah, Booksmart, Booksmart didn't open up crazy, but Booksmart every week seemed like a new screening, you know? Um, and, and I don't know why they do that. You know, I think one or two is like your max. Yeah. And then you save all that, you know, you save everything else for those box you know for the box office but um yeah i I, the only thing that just bothered me was just the people that was touting the failure you know calling it a failure and doing it all of this like nobody was saying that it's gonna open up to a hundred million or do like you know 50 million when has a musical ever done that you know so i don't i just didn't understand where all of that conversation was coming from Or people who are literally on Twitter like, oh, well, one week you guys are talking about how HBO Max is not a factor. Now you don't talk. I just don't understand people who are doing that. And I don't know. If you're going out of your way to do that, part of me feels like you wanted this movie to fail. And that's weird you know because why why weren't we doing this with those who wish me dead? Why weren't we doing this for the little things? Why are we doing this for in the heights? That's just really what bothers me when it comes to people who are really happy to see themselves on screen and then you have these fucking geeks who are like, "Oh, well actually, it is not really successful because of this or that." And you know, I just don't understand why people do that, you know? And I just that's that was my main issue when it came to um, in the heights box office this weekend because 13 million when i heard that I was like okay that's not that's not bad i was like okay you know like
1: you come out at number one because it is very close in these estimates with the quiet place uh, they're both so tomorrow
0: in- yeah tomorrow it could so be tomorrow number one. i
1: mean you know and that's just semantics but that changes you know people perceive things different when you at least right. win the weekend rather than second even if the numbers are not much uh
0: 200,000 yeah, yeah nobody <laughs> nobody really everyone is so i just don't why are people so weird when it comes to this kind of stuff and it doesn't happen because Listen, if you if we really want to talk about it, a movie with Angelina Jolie as the star should do good numbers, you know, Um, why? Why didn't I didn't hear any of that when for that box office weekend. But it's just now with this one, you got you got so many weirdos that are like touting the fact that it didn't open to a 15 or 20 million, which is really weird to me. So
1: even in this, even in 2021, not very many films have opened in that 15 to 20 million range yet. We've right. had a couple, uh, but not many.
0: <laughs> right. So Wonder Woman, the-
1: again, I know it's in the middle of the pandemic. It's hard to compare. But what Wonder Woman opened to 16.
0: Yeah. And it's I don't know. Like- uh, I, I, don't know. I, I love the movie so much and I want people to go and see it. Um, you know, if you're vaccinated and if you feel right, because it is a thing, you know, especially when it comes to, when it comes to certain communities too, like whether it's the black community, Asian community or, uh, um, Latino community, you know, I I can totally like my boss is Latino, you know, he's from Puerto Rico. I could totally see him, seeing him being someone who's like, Oh, I'd rather just save money and just kind of watch it at home. For, for you know for what 15 dollars a month on hbo max then take my kids to go see it i would love for him to take his kids to go see it but he was actually asking me about that he was asking me about this movie he was like uh i my you know my wife wants to see it i was like it's on hbo max and it's in theaters." he's like oh it's on hbo Max." okay you know what i mean because he's yeah. he has a wife he has two kids what is he gonna he's you and know if fun. you he's gonna watch it at home
1: And this one is definitely more, you know, it's definitely in that family range, which HBO hasn't done that since really Tom and Jerry. I guess you could argue something like Godzilla vs. Kong could be family-ish, but this is the first one since Tom and Jerry from them, because the Disney ones, I'm actually surprised disney Does as well. Like, I know we were a little disappointed with Cruella. Some people were. I wasn't. I thought it was a good number for Cruella, honestly. Yeah. I'm shocked Disney is able to even get that many people in the theater with their demographic because it is yeah. so much cheaper to watch it at home than to go to a theater if you're actually looking at a family. And I don't know. I think, yeah. Mm. We'll see. But the audience was 40% uh, Hispanic, and Mm. they did like it. It was an A Cinema score and a 95% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes right now. So people who are watching it do like it, um, which just, I think, more proves. I I think it would have had something like A Greatest Showman, but that's where Mm. I think it's really going to get hurt is the legs are not going to be there like they have been for other musicals.
0: Yeah, agreed. And um, I just don't know why people were being weird. You know, when yeah. it comes to the movie. Um, I mean,
1: again, anytime, anytime we get new, anytime we're breaking ground, for people to start celebrating—that's why that very, was like, I, that was my very weird. That,
0: that was my biggest issue when it came to today and this weekend. I was like, why? What is this? Why are we? Why are we so like celebratory at the fact that it opened to this number? I, I don't know. I don't know. It was very weird. That was that was my biggest issue when it comes to that. So, um, okay, let's finish up the top five and we'll get into some questions that you guys sent to us about this weekend's box office right after we get into the top five. So let's go to number three. What do we got? All
1: right. So avid listener Jaden is going to be very happy to hear coming in at number three.
0: Stop, stop tagging me in these damn Peter Rabbit stuff.
1: <laughs> we have Peter Rabbit 2, The Runaway, which brought in 10.4 million from Sony Pictures. And there are some international numbers up here. It looks like um, it also took in 10.7 from 21 markets, including 7.8 in China. So, uh, yeah, it looks like it had a pretty decent opening this weekend overall. And if the pandemic is any clue, who knows? Peter Rabbit may just hang around the top five until f- September.
0: <laughs> oh my God! Can you are you kidding me? I'm just kidding, by the way, Jaden. We both love you. Yeah. Uh, but are you kidding me? Ten. Uh, this movie is gonna have legs for years. You can...
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're never gonna stop talking about Peter oh Rabbit. Oh <laughs> my
0: God! Peter Rabbit two. It's gonna be like nine point nine next week, then eight point eight, and then yeah. like seven point
1: five. <laughs> Uh but I mean this is a this is a really good release for a film that didn't have a dual release. So, you know, Sony just has the theaters and yeah, I think I think this is a solid number for this movie right now. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think this is a pretty solid ten point four, uh thirty three hundred theaters. Uh you know, I think this is a good number for Sony, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna, you know, throw any throw any You know, <laughs> the box office was actually really close this weekend. Yeah, yeah it was um, the entire the top, top four. four
1: are under a blanket. I mean <laughs> it's nuts. <laughs> But coming yeah. in at number 4, we have The Conjuring: The Devil Made Me Do It, which came in at number 1 last week. I think shocked both of us. It actually beat The Quiet a quiet place at the box office, but it had a much steeper fall in week number 2, dropping 58% to 10.02 million for a new domestic total of 43.7 million. And then it looks like this weekend it Crossed over a hundred million worldwide uh, by bringing in another twenty three point four million uh, overseas.
0: Yeah, I am um, conjuring. Over the air. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> what, what do you want me to say? This is one of those movies where I, I would have loved to see it drop seventy percent. If you ask me, fifty eight percent week two is. I'll take it.
1: It's about. It's, I mean, that's in line with horror standards. It's not like a abnormally large drop. Yeah. But yeah. I definitely think it dropped harder than a Quiet Place, and I think it's because people didn't like it nearly as much, so it did not hold. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, um, yeah, it didn't, it didn't, no, it did not hold as, I just think, I don't know. I thought this movie, even though it made 10 million, I feel like this movie has come and gone when it comes to box office. I honestly feel like the movie next week is going to be like, like four or something like that. I'm actually shocked it
1: dropped all the way to number four. Like to drop from number one to number four, I don't know. I mean, again, I guess it could maybe beat Peter Rabbit tomorrow because it's real close to Peter Rabbit Mm -hmm. at the box office. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. uh, we'll see and then of course we'll see it'll be interesting since we're talking about Conjuring if Warner Brothers releases you know the updated info because they do periodically I will say I think Warner Brothers and HBO Max have been better than like certainly than Disney about Mm -hmm. releasing their streaming numbers for their movies on opening weekend and stuff Um, because Disney just doesn't at all, they just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they yeah. I don't understand it and
0: Netflix. It's like, what's Netflix the? Because I really want to see. Nothing. <laughs> I I really want to see what Corella did on on streaming because I don't know. The more I, the, even we'll get into Corella, but Corella just feels like a dud all around. With it's like I don't know, like it's just not doing anything impressive, you know. So
1: yeah. So speaking of Corella, is at number five with six point seven. That's a thirty nine percent drop in its third week of release. The latest. Disney animated live reimagining is now up to 55.9 million domestic, and it does look like it grossed an additional 17.6 million from international territories. So, worldwide, it currently sits at 129.3.
0: Yeah, so, um, yeah, I I don't know. Six, like, listen, 6.7. This is the only Disney movie in the top five. It's just it's just very unlike them, you know. So mm. I don't I don't know. It's Six point I mean, thirty nine percent drop in week three is not bad. Right. But even the theater slash, it's like two. It's only in 200, two hundred two thousand theaters compared to everyone else was in the three thousands and um. I don't know. I don't know. I just think it's I just think it's not impressive, really. You know. So
1: well, then we have nice. this little spirit untamed. We didn't talk about it last week, but it's up to ten point nine million after two weeks. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, and then no, did you, no. you're not going out to see the house next door? Meet the Blacks, too, Dwayne? I am not,
0: Larry. What, what in are the we world? doing? Okay. Why does this
1: have a sequel? I never even yeah. watched Meet the Blacks, period. What in the world? But yeah, I um, no, Meet the Blacks
0: was, I don't even know how that, I don't even know how it warranted a sequel, quite frank. Um, it <laughs> no one went to go see it. A million, it's. Oh, look at this! Four twenty theaters. Ah, har 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 har. But I
1: don't
0: know. I just just, get into who is
1: it? Relativity is that who released? Who is this distributor?
0: (laughs) I don't know. Can we talk about Spirals? (laughs) Drop three hundred thousand for Spiral? What's going on?
1: I feel kind of shook. How Netflix should have just acquired Meet the Blacks too. Like that should have never gotten anywhere near a movie theater, and should have. I agree. Really. Some streaming service should have just put that mess out. I cannot. But
0: and I saw the poster, and I was like, eh, you know, mm-hmm. so. Oh
1: no! Yeah, spiral um, down to three hundred thousand. Three
0: hundred thousand. What happened to Spiral? Ooh,
1: it's teetered God. out at twenty-two million. Oh. See, that's what? what I'm talking about. Like, oh my gosh, Raya has finally died off. But again, it's been out on freaking Blu-ray to buy for like three yeah, weeks been out now. For-
0: Listen, listen, Larry, let's give some respect to the crudes. Man, twenty-nine weekends.
1: Woo, still sixty-five thousand. What, what is it still doing on this chart at all? I don't know. <laughs> See, this is what I'm talking about. This is what we're gonna do starting two thousand twenty-two. We're randomly gonna look down the chart and Peter Rabbit's gonna be there. <laughs> gonna right. Be like, what right. the hell Peter Rabbit's still doing on here? Yeah, I don't oh, know what some going. of these nobody just dropped off. Has it hasn't stuck yeah. around? Wrath of Man has been dropping away.
0: I uh, Undying. What is that? What's going on?
1: <laughs> undying. <laughs> what the hell is Holler
0: Holler, I, I. I. Okay. I know that movie. It sounds familiar. Um, it sounds familiar, but I think I saw like a trailer one time for it. But yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. So um. Okay. Got to ask us.
0: Okay, Uh, let's see really quick. All right, uh, it's going to take some while. My, my, my Wi-Fi is being where it's going to take some while to bring this up. So let's see what we got. We have Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard.
1: Oh, God, I forgot. That comes out on, what, Wednesday? Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's going to do too well, oh, quite frankly. Okay, low-key, we don't usually root for movies to fail like that, but low-key, that could go ahead and fail because I, I don't <laughs> – I don't need a third one. I do not want a third one, y'all.
0: Please. It's the, it's these, and it, it, honestly, it's not going to do good because this all happens all the time when it's like you got a mid tier kind of movie, it does okay. Then they're like, oh, sequel. And I'm like, bro, let's, let's not do this. Mm-mm. All right. Uh, getting into questions, thank you guys for sending us questions for this week's Fox Office Beatdown show. If you want to send us questions for any show, 617-506-3409. This person here says, what do y'all feel was the cause of In the Heights overestimate? It has positive buzz, sure, but even Greatest Showman and La La Land were steady successes. Feels like it was a bit pre, uh, presumptions to predict 25 to 35 mil. Who predicted that? Not me. What does that me no. Uh, listen, you. you uh, the industry, the industry. So, okay, so you you said it. Um, thank you for sending the question. But you put out Greatest Showman and La La Land. They did not open crazy. They just had great legs. Yeah. So, uh, maybe maybe that will happen within the heights. I'm not sure. I think, like we said earlier, I think they could have done a later. I think August actually would have been a pretty good release. Um, I think releasing it right now with a lot of these heavy hitters, um is not great and when it comes to the when you give people the option to watch a big blockbuster at home or watch it uh in the theaters a lot of people will actually go to the theaters because you know there's the big big blockbuster feel but when you give uh, people the option to watch a smaller movie at home or in theaters we get situations like those who wish me dead uh situations like this and situations like you know um like Uh, what's the other one Judas and the Black Messiah so I think that I think it just comes down to those situations
1: honestly I don't know why Hollywood over predicted that's why I was mentioned earlier I was actually baffled by their predictions of 25 to 30 million dollar opening I think that was way unreasonable part of me thinks you know we all just loved the film Um, so people were excited and I maybe they just I don't know got overzealous with predicting the box office and it felt like an event film, uh, and they marketed it. Warner Brothers tried to market this certainly as like an event film, um, but uh, you know, I think they just didn't. They didn't take into account like it's a musical <laughs> in two thousand twenty-one, not yeah. a musical in nineteen forty. You know.
0: Agreed, agreed, and I, I don't think I just don't think uh, I don't think we gotta. I don't know. I just uh, I, I, I just don't understand why it just became a big thing when it comes to box office. And uh, I do remember Josie when we when someone asked what, you know, we had a question when we were doing our some movie preview and somebody asked what will be the biggest release of the summer. I, I think she I, you know, she got excited and she, she mentioned um, in the Heights and I and I was like someone who, like, yeah, I can totally see it. Uh, but, you know, now, now resting on what it did, I think it just comes down to everything that, everything that happens when it you know, just everything that went down, you know, uh, we I spoke just,
1: about it. I think the main thing is just, I think a lot of us got excited.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and I'm one I am think one that's, it.
1: that's, that's the reason for the over predictions that were made for 25 mil is people just yeah. got excited. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I'm definitely I'm definitely one of them who just you know I would have loved to see this. I would have loved to come on here when we does like thirty million, and we're just like the way like the way that we, we were have so high when, <laughs> right, like the way that we were when Crazy Rich Asians came out, and when Hustlers did well, and the Oceans Eight. I would have loved to get a reaction like that, you know, where we're just like putting middle fingers up and saying "F Hollywood" when it comes to representation, and look what mm-hmm. look what we can do. But it is disappointing. To see the number, it is because I was when I heard thirteen million, I was like, oh man, I it's a bummer because I wanted to see the movie do well, but I can't be over here and get mad at Warner Brothers um, because um, they, I think they tried. I think you know Lin Manuel Miranda and the cast, they were all over the place this week. Um, I don't think, I, not, this is the rare occasion I'm not like, oh, it's the Warner Brothers spot. Ah,
1: <laughs> you know, I'm not going to do that this It'll, week. because I think the real test is definitely going to be like Shang-Chi later this summer, uh, because right. that is, that's Marvel, that's a superhero right. film. That one we can hope and pray for, you know, a, an Asian-led superhero film to do well, because the precedent is there. But a musical, a, a long musical, mm, that yeah. I think the industry just overestimated across the board.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's just what happens, honestly. Uh, But I am bummed. I'm bummed. I'm really bummed. And I wanted it to do a lot better. But uh, we'll see. All right. This person here says, With things getting closer to normal and box office numbers growing, do you think Warner Brothers should rethink their release strategy of in theaters and HBO Max same day? I think they should. I think... Listen, Warner Brothers, they're always they're always working by the what's doing well. That's how they base all their upcoming sequels and stuff. You know what happens? Like, listen, you you tell if In the Heights open to like ninety million, it, let's just say, right? if it opened to, like, 90, you know that they would announce, like, 85 sequels to, like, In the Heights, and they would announce, they would announce, like, a off with the daughter, and Anthony Ramos spinoff in Dominican Republic. They would have done all that, all of it. Or, like, uh, What's Her Face Who Went to College, a spinoff with her, and spinoff with him, and, 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 and oh, yeah. Benny. Like, they would have done all of that. That's how Warner Brothers operates. That's what they do. So, I think for I think because things are getting back to normal it's crazy to say but they are uh you know like literally I looked on my my uh you know I looked on the news today I think they were only like there was like only like 10 cases of covid in Boston which is a crazy number you know compared to yeah. you know to to remember how we were going from like 500 cases per day you know in Boston like a couple of months ago so it, it's 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 insane right and I think you I think the same thing go- I feel like Disney I think Disney should re rethink the Black Widow stuff because Black Widow tickets are selling like they um, they're they're selling. And I I went on my AMC. I'm not buying my tickets yet because I might be going to a screening. But uh, I saw AMC and some of the theaters are selling out for Black Widow. So I think they should take off the Disney Plus option for Black Widow. And I think Warner Brothers, when we get close to Dune, Dune is gonna need everything that it that it's gonna take for that movie to. Open up big, so I think you take away. I think you should. I think it is time to take away the option of staying home. Um, May I would say in I would say like August they should take they should stop it. But what do you think?
1: Yeah, I think Suicide Squad would be a great film to go ahead and you know take off the HBO Max Um, because I just. Like we've, we've been talking about, it's worked for what it needed to do, I guess, um, while we were in the midst of the pandemic, and it was bad, and we needed mm-hmm. to get these films out, you know. So it, it, it worked for that short term, but even as we were talking, the even these success stories that they've had could have been way bigger these these numbers would have been much larger without hbo max and once we start getting into this fall season they have some big budget films down the pipeline that yeah i don't i don't really think there's a, a need for this anymore i think a lot of the streaming models haven't haven't shown signs that they're gonna benefit on the long run honestly yeah, so, and it's
0: like I in Paramount, right. you know we ha- we have we have examples when it comes to to a Quiet Place Part Two, um, and stuff, in that you know uh, audiences are gonna go see it if they want to go see something. And I think when you get closer into the bigger releases like Universal, I think I think All Eyes are gonna be on F nine when it comes out. I really do. Um, F nine is in a few weeks, and I think All Eyes is gonna be on that when it comes out to see the number, because I really think, Studios would start thinking about this strategy as soon as F nine probably comes out. When it comes to a Black Widow, when it comes to some, you know, the Suicide Squad and stuff like that, uh, I think I think it's time to to, to take should, off. They should
1: already be doing it with a Quiet Place, that right? Exactly. exactly. And it dwarfed everything. That exactly, and out, including Warner Brothers and their big horror project got dwarfed by a Quiet mm. Place. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I think, and I, I, I think as we get closer into the summertime, everyone's going to want to be in theaters. So I just think it makes sense to just kind of start scrapping out the idea of in-home. I think the in-home thing was great for, you know, pre-COVID, like, you know, the COVID stuff and whatnot. But I think, you know, a lot of, with a lot of people getting vaccinated and stuff and, you know, almost the entire country being vaccinated, I think it's time to reconsider. Uh, AMC just Stopped the uh, mask mandate for uh mm-hmm. for um, you know initially when I saw the photo of you and Leah, I'm like oh my God Larry Leo they they wilding over there like what's going on <laughs> <laughs> I forgot oh, that, yeah I forgot AMC took out the mask mandate and I was like and I can't talk because Thursday Alex and I we walked in and we ripped them things off and we were you know we were living and stuff but um I think I've it's been
1: time. leery but I think I'm finally there I was I was real leery of these folks I'm like you know I think I might.
0: So was I. So was I. I was. I was really like, I was like, I don't know. That don't sound right. But then, because Alex was like, should we do it? Because we're walking into the lobby. I'm like, bro, I don't know. And then, we just, uh, we just did it and said, okay, you know. So, um, yeah, I, I do think it's time for them to get out. All right, one more question here. This person here says. Uh, one sec. Do you think In the Heights would have done exceptionally well if they had like a bigger name attached to it? Uh, uh, listen, honestly, yes and no because Angelina Jolie and listen, I honestly don't think I appreciate the movie more for not grabbing gargantuan names because you could have sold out and grabbed a big oh, The Rocks in a Musical. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm actually glad they went with predominantly unknown people because the movie's great, and I really don't need a, a whoever to kind of pump up the movie. I, I think the one person, the one kind of name that was in the movie where I've seen her in multiple stuff was probably Dasha Polenko. Uh, and she didn't even have a big role. She kind of, she barely sang or anything like that. She's from orange is the new black on Netflix, but like, that's Anthony Ramos. He's, 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 I mean, he's a, he's a known face, but I don't think the movie, I think the movie you didn't need all of that. You know what I mean? I don't know. What do you, what do you say?
1: Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think star power has really, it's really waned recently. I feel, um, in terms of box office, because once again, I mean, you know, I'm going to keep using it as an example. Looking at the mm-hmm. greatest showmen, uh, yeah, it stayed forever, but that was because of the songs. And mm-hmm. it had Hugh Jackman, Zach Efron, Zendaya, you know, so it had these huge names, these monster talent. Yeah. And it, that maybe helped it a little bit, but I think at the end of the day, it was the songs that kept people coming back. Um, for the star driven, because there are, there's like the weird musicals who, who I struggle to put, like. I'm not gonna compare this to A Star Is Born or A Bohemian Rhapsody, sure, whereas, sure. or even even um, Rocket Man because sure. while they're technically, I guess, musicals, they're just so different. Like they, you know, A Star Is Born. Lady Gaga's not breaking out in song in the middle of the street. She's performing her song right, in the middle concerts, of a conversation. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's completely
0: different to like you know in the middle of a conversation you just start singing and stuff like yeah. that. And you so know. I think
1: maybe if they were able to like strike gold with a Gaga type of situation where. But then again, if you're trying to keep it authentic, I mean, Jennifer Lopez, who else? Like, who, I don't know who we were, who, what Latina are we going to, or Latino are we going to get in here, so. Uh,
0: That's what I'm saying. I I I don't know. I love the cast. I see them all going places. Anthony Ramos, of course. Everyone's, you know, he's the talk of the town right now. But I just think there's something special about just grabbing who fit. The roles, rather than, well, who can we get to pump up its box office? I don't really believe in that a lot of the times, and I think a lot of studios kind of underestimate how that doesn't really matter a lot of the time because I mean, there's plenty of Dwayne the Rock Johnson movies that just doesn't do that great, and there's plenty of Kevin Hart movies. There's a Kevin Hart movie on fucking Roku Roku right now. Who the fuck is watching that? You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, it's just, it's like, I, I just don't think it needed that. I absolutely adore the cast. I absolutely adored you know just I I I don't think it needed any of any anything like that. So I'm happy with what we got. I'm happy they didn't go the sellout route of getting like Jennifer Lopez and who else? I don't know, like uh, like I don't know, like who's a popular singer. And I, I'm glad they didn't do that. I, I just, I just am. They could have gone a Disney route and did like a, you know how they did Beyonce for Lions King yeah. and stuff like that. They could have done that and brought in like a J Lo, but I'm glad they didn't because you don't need yeah, to yeah so all right i think that's it for today's episode of box office Beatdown show i am missing e3 there's some good stuff playing on this tv that's why i seem so distracted sorry y'all but um okay let's get into some plugs larry where can we all find you i know where to
1: find you (laughs) you can find me on youtube as well as twitter and instagram all at lc screen talk
0: all right you can follow me on twitter as well Oh, black Panther game okay you can follow me on twitter as well at cinemaniac94 and you can follow the podcast on facebook twitter and instagram at Cinemenia World. thank you guys for joining us thank you all for sending in your questions thank you all for joining us today in box office beatdown show um i don't think we're gonna be back for the uh what's the movie coming out i don't think oh we're
1: God, gonna be back. hitman bodyguard <laughs> yeah,
0: we'll unless you want
1: to fast nine i don't know
0: Unless you want to, unless you want to come and see how in the heights is doing and talk about it a little bit next week, yeah, I guess um, we'll kind of see what, what it
1: looks like next week. We'll see what it
0: looks like if it, you know what I mean. But I, I know I don't want to be a,
1: maybe not. <laughs>
0: I don't. Yeah, I honestly don't want to be all sad next week and talk about in the heights. That's probably what's going to be. I'm going to be ha- sad. So I think the next release we'll come back to talk about is probably for uh, F nine. And I think down the road, I think after, I think. Um, I think, you know, for the next couple of maybe in the the next couple of weeks or so, we'll be back full time every week like we used to to get in these numbers because summer is kind of, you know, shaping up to be a big summer. So, you know, like we're going to have like straight releases for like Black Widow, then Space Jam, then Snake Eyes and Old. And you know what I mean? So there's some Mm -hmm. stuff coming out. Jungle Cruise is coming July 30th. So maybe we'll be back full time soon for the show. But that is it, everyone. Go see In the Heights. I mean, you can watch on HBO Max, but if you really want to be about it, Go and see it because it's such a great theater. It's such a great theater movie. Like I can't even, I'm, I am like either my girlfriend who's not a musical person. She's not even a movie person, to be honest. Uh, It gets rough sometimes on our relationship because of that. But listen, even she's like, oh, you know, I kind of want to see it. And I'm like, yes, let's go, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, please go see it if you can. Uh, If you don't like musicals, Too bad. Watch it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Larry. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.